I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I like your jumper. You're very smart. That's, I've noticed that that's a designer jumper. It is. Do you want to say which designer so people know? Is it wealthy? I is am. it John Richmond? Though? No. What Vivian Westwood. Vivian Westwood, that's yeah. it. But it actually, you, my brother gave it to me. It's got a hole in the arm. It does have a hole in there. But I'm less, you know, I'm not I, concerned. I thought you'd won. No, I hadn't won. Um, the the who, the, the bet. What? Who, who did win? We don't know. No, uh, no one won. No one won. It's a rollover for bet fixes. Yeah. Uh, what is it? The hundred. You win a hundred. It's the golden goal. Golden goal, and uh, you, you predict the goal scorer and the minute that yes. they score in. That's correct. And you can win 125 grand now. Yeah, because it was rolled a, over. It was 100 grand mm. um, last weekend. No one got it. What did um, you go for? Mate, I went, so my strategy, as always with these things, is it's going to be a unlikely goal scorer. Yeah. Which is crazy because immediately you fight against the odds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you might want to look but at that tactic. what I'd hate, because the way that this works, right, so say that it Zlatan had scored in the 10th minute, yeah. right, and two people had it, yeah. they'd share that of course. money. So I, I couldn't bear that. No, I know what you're saying. So I like to go with a contrarian play. Right. That's what we in the game say. Do you know what you should have done? What? It's, it's, it's gone early. Very early. Yeah. Because that, that's... Uh, uh, yeah, if it, it was scored in the first damn minute, wasn't 30, it? 30 seconds, Pedro scored. And no one did it. So you don't have to go... Apparently three or four people had Pedro in like the third minute. Wow. Fucking, you'd be, you'd be like, ah, so yeah, close. So I'd gone for... My one was the... I went for the 79th minute because I thought United... Liverpool, yeah. that looked a little bit defensive. They're yeah. going away. Jose is going to be definitely going there, thinking we're not going to. I'm not going to let them pump me. Um, I'm not going back to my old haunting ground and getting slapped about the face. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be defensive. So I thought it's going to be a late goal, and I was thinking from a corner, mm. and I'd gone with Bally. Um, ah, yeah. yeah. So I thought no one's going to have him in the 79th minute. You didn't make it to the 79th minute, did you? I don't know. I didn't watch the game. I was at the baby show. <laughs> Was at the what? I was at the baby show. Oh God, this and is because you've been a good dad. Yeah, I'm a great dad, even though you know, my missus who that's, that's d- my missus doesn't doesn't think that. No, she's at that stage of pregnancy where I, I am bad. No, really? Yeah. Does she listen to this? She does. So, all he does is say, "I need to get back to look after Ty when he's at work." Thank you. What else do I say, Flav? Read the line. You say, "I love Ty very much," and, and that I can't wait to be a dad. What's the line? That's the line. That was quite well done. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, getting back to the uh, the, the golden goal. Um, so yeah, what, I, did you, I had, what did you have? Yeah, I had a hazard in the fifty third minute, and my reasoning was that goals tend to not be scored in the first half. And I, I don't know if this is a fact or not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but most most not. games start the, uh, the goes to get to half time and a nil nil in my head. 
I have since worked out because I'm planning for this week's game Southampton versus Chelsea Chelsea again. yeah I'm planning and, and I've worked out most goals are scored in the 31st minute that's <laughs> when the first goal goes in actually and the most the, that's the most likely first goal and the most amount of goals are scored in the 82nd minute so I've right. done my research this okay. time okay so what are you so so basically right well, let's have a look at league table Southampton are above above where the hell's Chelsea oh no they're not they're below Chelsea Chelsea are now fourth yeah so they're two decent teams it's away it's at Southampton um, so basically uh, I don't know what I'm going to do yet but I, I think that Chelsea are on a bit of form they've got to be feeling good so I'm actually probably going to try and choose a Chelsea player and I'm, I'm probably going to go first off um, but again I might go for someone like Cahill I quite like the, the thought of a corner someone like him scoring a goal he does score goals from corners and then the, all the people that got Costa and all the people that got the obvious stuff like Hazard you're all lamenting your look whereas I scoop the one two five, and then I go and give it to Ty and say buy all the nappies you can buy all of them and get off my back yeah. <laughs> get all the nappies uh, so, I, I, so how do people play? Okay, not interested in what I want to do okay. right? Austin Southampton because both of them have been in form Chucky Austin yeah two minutes really? Austin um, yeah and if I win I'm going to give you all the money Oh mate! Buy as many nappies for the baby. Right, you've heard possible. it here. That's now a at, verbal contract. How do we play? Go to at Long Ball Street's Twitter account. Yeah, so it's it's probably going to be on Ball Street's Twitter as well. But uh, at Long Ball Street, we're gonna um, we'll, we'll put it. out a tweet. We'll pin it to the top of our of our feed. So go to that at Long Ball Street, yeah. and there's a link on there. Click that link. You go through to then to the Bet Victor site. You need to sign up. Um, but you don't need to place a bet or anything. So this is this is free shot at a one, 125. It's a brilliant actual thing to be doing. It is, and it's, it, the actual thing about not having to sign up to have an account in terms of uh, placing money, it yeah. just makes it so much easier. It literally takes 30 yeah. seconds. Exa exactly, so um, put it in. Um, you've got to be in it to win it. Yep. Um, whatever you do, stay off Cahill in the first 30 minutes. That's my area. Um, but you're free to do what you want with um, Charles Austin and Costa because it's not happening. Mate, who, uh, who's that? Yeah, th you mean Adam? Yeah, but I thought we had no guest today, so it was just been me and you doing a podcast. So I was quite looking forward to it. And then there's some guy never seen before in my life sitting here <laughs> looking at me. Well, he's, he's an intern. Intern? An intern you? that you signed off. What are you talking about? I signed off. Adam the intern. Started today. Adam? Bulls the intern yeah that's him um, I can hear you guys yeah it's a bit rude you're staring right at him it's weird what, what's wrong with you I, honestly mate I have no idea who this guy is uh, stranger danger stranger danger stranger danger <laughs> I have no idea who we he is why he's Matt, here Matt, listen listen we spoke about it about literally two or three hours ago have what? You been, have you been playing football yeah I played yesterday what five aside no elevens have you been headering of course see you at the far post you know me mate all right. What? Who are I, you? I think we we should discuss this on the podcast. I think I know what's wrong with you. The Who am I? <laughs> long ball street. long. The long ball street. Before we get into all the football stuff, Matt, yeah. and um, you know, as you've heard in the intro, 
Intern Adam's here. Do you yeah. mind being called Intern Adam, man? No, not at all. No? Not you just call you said Intern Adam. Do you mind being called Intern Adam? Adam. Adam. It should be Intern Adam, <laughs> Intern Adam. <laughs> Otherwise, you're calling him Adam. Shit, that would have been funnier. Um, I just, I've been watching Walking Dead. <laughs> can't, we, actually, we can't do this. We're going to talk about Walking Dead. It's nothing to do with football, but I love Walking Dead, right? But it, something zombies, is it? Yeah, something horrendous happened in the episode, but people that haven't listened, they'll they'll either turn off or... I've never watched it. Yeah, we, we won't spoil it, but I won't watch it. But how, how deep is this it's series? the greatest TV programme ever made. Better than Wire, better than... What have you seen? Oh. What good have you seen? It's better than these It's better than The Wire? Yep. Intern Adam, have you seen The Wire? I haven't, no. Okay. Have you I've, seen Walking Dead, Intern Adam? No, no. Intern really. Adam, have you seen Breaking Bad? I have. Big fan. Yeah. Are you, have you seen Breaking Bad? Yeah, it's all right. Oh, Me, it, it was the most overrated TV programme ever. It's People could just do backflips over Narcos. it. Narcos? Yeah, that's all right. It's all right. Big fan of Narcos. Sopranos, obviously. Yeah, I love Sopranos. I'm, all this so, so you're telling me... It's better than that. Tony Soprano, Cristiano Moltisanti, and Adriana, who's fit. Yeah, she is. She's so fit. Yeah, I love so her. Foxy. I love her. She, so they can't hold a candle to The Walking Dead. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I would say that the characters in The Walking Dead, specifically the protagonist, Rick... He's probably the strongest character on telly. He's amazing. What the what people get? We will get onto the football. But what what people get mistaken with with The Walking Dead is they think it's about zombies. It's not. It's about human how human beings react and change in a post-apocalyptic world. Well, it's interesting because the Game of Thrones is kind of like that. You watch the Game of Thrones? Yeah, I read the books. So <laughs> he's so smug. You'll notice this <laughs> in turn, Adam, about that. him. He's very smug. I am. But the because um, obviously in you know the. Game of Thrones, they're battling over the Iron Throne or whatever That's right. you call it. Yeah. And then but actually the real issue whilst they're in fighting is the White Walkers, which is yeah. sustainability. Yeah. So it's a similar kind of thing, isn't it? It's it is. What if people haven't seen it and you just spoil it? What, by mentioning White Walkers? Yeah. I don't think that'll happen. No, probably not. But I'm, I'm you're right. This is what I say. You look past the veneer. If you're not intelligent enough to see what goes on behind the storyline, then I mean, I've got no time for you. Well, what, what, so okay, how many series is this? This is the seventh season. Right, how many That's episodes? A lot of zombies. In a season. Uh, seven seasons. Thirteen, thirteen episodes, seven seasons. It's too much of a commitment to get started. Don't think of it like that. Just think of it as a start of a journey, seven and seasons. and you'll get there. A bit like um, Huddersfield this season. Uh, they're 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 on a journey. They are on a journey. They're on a journey. Slightly faltering a little bit, but we're still up there, and I, and I know that they. The, the, the mass listenership of the Long Ball Street are behind Huddersfield almost our and I use the word our to include our our, our family but yeah. they're, they're, it's almost like they're our second team my first team but our second team Do you is know that what? right? since doing this podcast Matt I look for their results every week without fail yeah of course beautiful. and I really do want them to come up oh mate I'd be well, obviously, I wouldn't be able to enjoy that with you because I'd have turned my back on football the minute That's the minute that the, the the little P got next to them on the league table. Adam, so Matt's idea, intern Adam, sorry, his idea mm-hmm. is is that once Uddersfield get promoted to the Premier League, he's going to turn his back on football because okay. that's the zenith. That's the point. At which had us been the, yeah uh, that's where they've been the greatest and then I've won I've, I've won he, at that point you can't get better he's no. beating football it's true I've completed it, it I've completed it at that point what about Champions League 
<laughs> These newfangled fans. <laughs> Champions League, it's hilarious. They'll come up and get so, pumped. That's who, what will happen. Who does? I think intern Adam needs to declare his interest. Who's your team? Uh, Brentford FC. I fucking love that. Do you know? So I interviewed Adam on Friday just to see if he's going to, because uh, Stu was sick. So I had to step in and and, and I, I was like, who do you support? And he said Brentford. And I was like, you're in. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. What if it had been an Arsenal fan? Absolutely not. I, I, I know it goes Genuinely. against. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have. I would have discriminated. Yeah, I would have discriminated. I, I would have gone back to whoever I had to speak to and say that he's not right. I, I would have done that. Because mm. Bullshit's about, about rivalry and partisanship. It's the United it? Colours of football. Yeah. Anyway. Fair enough. Um, so can, what, we, so can, we, can we mention the, the BSN yet? Yeah, we can mention the BSN. Yeah, yeah. why not? So let, tell us a bit about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I've just this is the part when we're doing this podcast. Sometimes it's difficult because I come out of all these other meetings where I'm in a very different mm. kind of conversation, different state of mind. Mm. So then when I'm just getting prepared to just be jovial and lighthearted and uh, not be about business, but and, then, really and then you throw me back into that. It's really exciting, um, Matt. So just forgive us for a few minutes. Forgive you. Uh, why is it exciting? It's exciting because it's, it's a demonstration that fans are together as a combination of, of not partisan, you know, remove partisanship, but by working together and, and coming together, have a genuine voice that, that rivals the mainstream. Yeah, um, it is. That is a, a beautiful part. Maybe of, I should come and do your pictures. I think you? you should. I think we'd have far more success <laughs> and I'd do the videos. Yeah. Probably get a lot more views. Definitely. No, we wouldn't do. In fact, I was telling you, I saw a, uh, do you see my, my little thing I was, there was a girl watching videos of you on on youtube yeah on, that freaked on, me out a little train. bit yeah so you and matt sent us a picture in the whatsapp group earlier and there was a, a there was a woman watching young girl actually yeah was she pretty not that it matters she was all right yeah not my not my scene not your what level or scene both right okay so <laughs> i i'm i'm less picky um and i'm open to everybody um, <laughs> Apart from right. Arsenal interns, yeah, Arsenal on, under no circumstances. And and you, you sent this picture of this woman on on a train watching Social Club. Yeah, and I could see me because I had a bright blue jumper on. Yeah, that's good. cool though. I like that. That's nice. It means it's resonating. It, it, it is, yeah. And you know, the the, the show Social Club's beautiful because it's just four fans. It's always different fans mm. every week, just talking about some of the issues in football. Again, that's less about oh who's going to win the league and and you know more about some of the fundamental issues that we all face. Yeah. Um, and I think that what we have um, that's fantastic is we must have about 170 to 200 different channels, pages, uh, social media accounts. Obviously, some of which which we run out of here and uh, and that we own, and then some of which which are in our network. Um, and when we work together, um, the scale that we're able to achieve the um, the, the reach that we're able to create is it's far beyond what traditional media is actually able to do. Yeah. And when people work with us rather than just work with a um, you know one media brand uh, who are clearly paid for that and and um, you know it be it a newspaper or, or Sky or someone like that you work with us you work, essentially work with a lot of different football fans all which have got uh, independent. Um, voices, credible voices within football, and together when we talk about the same thing, we we dwarf what what you can get if you go and see Sky or BT or Talksport or yeah. the Mirror. And uh, what's great about that, in turn, is that all these guys and all these people are people that we've picked up 
and got to know along the way people like yourself Flav yeah you know people like Paul and guys at Redman and Robbie and yeah. and you know social media accounts and, uh, and, and, and smaller clubs as well like uh, yeah. Lions TV yeah, yeah Lions TV, at Brentford, West Ham mm. you know Fan TV mm. Jack Talk Night City yeah. and these are all guys we got to know just by doing stuff and kind of actually you kind of meet like-minded people that are sound and they're just trying to get by and and what we're able to do is to kind of keep critics community that helps each other mm. but quite a lot of these guys now have been able to do more content that fans want to see and that fans love because in that world where you you in the 10 years where you just have that traditional media view um yeah you don't get coverage on brentford you know you, there'd be nothing if it weren't for billy um you know going out and doing his thing so it's um it's exciting. It's wonderful to be part of it, and I think that as as our community grows mm. and as we get more professional um, and and uh, are able to evolve what we do, um, you know, I, I think to be honest with you, the sky's the limit. Yeah. And this is one percent, two percent complete. But our new website, BallStreetNetwork.com, has got some of our case studies and and you know a little bit of information about some of the people that are part of this journey and I, I mean I hope you don't mind me saying this Matt but I think this is something open to all, all people out there who feel like they, they want to create something that have skills that they think might be valuable it may be that you're uh, you know After Effects or it may be that you're a video editor yeah. or you you have something passionate yes. and original to say yes Bull Street's a great place to, to get a voice yeah. and a platform and an opportunity well yeah I mean I, I, whilst you're saying that I was actually just, just remembering when we first actually launched um Kieran um, got in. We ended up meeting Kieran through social media. Yeah. Uh, Kieran's, you know, uh, just left this room a minute ago. He's been putting a new green screen up. Yeah. We're sitting on a new table that actually he's um, built. He's built from an old table. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but you know, like, but this is people that we've got to know. Yeah. And, and that's why this is a genuine community. This is a fan movement. And this is something that's very different, a very different choice to traditional media and other people who, you know, because let's face it, a lot of people have sitting there with resources, there might be production companies, um, and they might have uh, won money off YouTube, or they might just have the space and the facilities and the time and the infrastructure to go, let's make some fan-facing media and, and say it's for the fans, by the fans, yeah. you know? And, and, and that's bullshit, really. Yeah. I mean, it's not fine, let them do it, but they're... They're, they're masquerading as something that they're entirely not whereas what we are it's genuine mm. you know you were a Spurs fan that was a uh, as Ian Wright would call a busy Spurs fan who's got into his own time thought, right I want to do this I want to do that and, and pulled a group of people together mm. um, and we've just got to know you naturally throughout this whole process and now here you are working well we uh, my podcast was nominated for an award that's how you got to know me Not it weren't like I just bumped into each other uh, <laughs> my podcast was nominated for the best podcast in Britain so like get it right if you're going to introduce me don't probably <laughs> <laughs> sorry Flav that's alright it is an amazing thing uh, and, I'm, and I met a listener of yours uh, I don't know if you'll be listening it, Matt if you're listening yeah. um, I had a meeting with him earlier and the Spurs fan mentioned fighting cock and he's like never no he was like yeah amazing podcast like Flav works with us he was like no way yeah Jose. that's lovely and I think when Ian Wright said busy I don't think he meant busy as in work hard is it been a bit of a prick I think yes <laughs> yes but you know we, we cleared the air me and Ian Wright speaking of which intern Adam is, mm -hmm. is here because we don't have a guest so I hope that isn't offensive right but let's just, I'll, just I'll a, step in for Wrighty yeah well Wrighty <laughs> it ain't just Wrighty Akin Fenwar oh. Danny Gabadon Emil Heskey Robbie Lyle, Arsenal Fan TV. Robbie Lyle, Arsenal Fan TV. Adam Osper. Adam Osper, well, no, doesn't help. 
that Adam Osprey isn't no one who is not famous. Yeah, but we, we made him. Fa- I know what our <laughs> listeners know. Do you know what most most listen to podcast after Ian Wright? Is it? Yeah, wow. people love that stuff. So Adam Osprey, no, no, the, not the whole podcast, just one episode. Adam Osprey was a, a financial advisor to Premier League footballers. So we got him yeah, on the yeah. fascinating stories about yeah. the troubles that they get into. You know, so big names, Adam. Yeah. You've got a lot to Daniel. Daniel. G. G. Yeah, Daniel. No, it's G. I meant G. Shit. Uh, G. <laughs> G. I couldn't remember it. Uh, he was a, he, he's a lawyer. And, so, and talked about the law and that. Mm. Um, so, yeah. You we, got, we've, all, we've also had on uh, Jose Mourinho. Oh, yeah. Uh, Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson, yeah. <laughs> uh, who else? Run, running out. Uh, Ronaldo. Sam Parkin. Sam Parkin. That's yeah. what, what I meant. Um, we've got some big ones coming up. Um, so, we thought it would be interesting if you mm-hmm. found some... Well, we sub- set him a task, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah, we we, we asked did. you to find us some four <coughs> subjects for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. We wanted to test our abilities as podcasters after 27 episodes of the pod. And, uh, and you're going to test <coughs> us. So, we don't have any idea what we're going to be talking about. No preparation. No preparation at all. So don't off. switch off. Don't switch off. Okay. So off. How did you choose the subject about Did you get help? I just had a glance at what was in the news. That was all. I hope okay. you got a bit more effort than that. So we're talking about Brexit. <laughs> Brexit. <laughs> Jesus. Um, we're going to be talking about the League Cup and whether it's um, a pointless tourna- tournament or not. Yeah. Um, I like that. That's good. We've got... Timely for you. Yeah. Well. Should, should we do these one by one then? Or, or do we... Or All right, we list what, them. It's up to you guys. Shall we list them and then people know what's coming up? Or, yeah, let's or, do that because then. Or, we, or, or are we best keeping the suspense going so that they're almost like, God, what are they going to talk about next? What would you prefer if you were listening to a pod? I don't know. I'd have probably I, switched off already. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'd be watching The Walking Dead. Yeah, I would. <laughs> what happened to Rick? I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be watching softcore porn. What's the matter with you? I don't, just got, Why are you being today? I, I forgot this issue with like this porn. Into, no, not porn generally, just softcore porn. Because I'm sick of all the, the horribleness that's on the internet. But when we did the green screen test, uh, test earlier, yeah. you asked for soft porn to be <laughs> put behind you on the green screen. I just like the idea, the image. Like you're talking about football, but in the background, there's just um, two two um, a man and woman gently kissing. I just <laughs> think that would be uh, just something to behold. Something I didn't think I'd oh, ever right. get to see. Let's let intern Adam decide. Right, Adam, are you, do you want a list or do we do I it one by one? I think we should list. All right. Let people know it's coming. All right. He's very assertive. He's very assertive. He's assertive. He's a bit too First day. First day. I'd never even spoke uh, <laughs> after two months at my first job. Let first day, Adam. Call in the shots. All right, coming in right, first day. Coming in. Secondly, we've got the recent study that's come out about heading footballs. Apparently, we're slowly destroying our brains. Right. Interesting. All right, I, I read the article, I know yeah. what that's about. Yeah, good. I mean, good study. I was good in the air, so that's cool. <laughs> Maybe it's affected me. Yep. What are we talking Quite about possibly. again? <laughs> <laughs> then we've got, um, is that? the game still not ready for gay football? I don't know, it's freaking me out. Who is this? Why is he telling us what? Gags over. Sorry, might what? be, is he our boss? <laughs> <laughs> I think he is. Um, is the game still not ready for gay players? Gay football is. Well, it's a big subject. It is. Okay. And then last but not least, the Victor and Nietzsche B Twitter Instagram. Oh, I saw that. All right. Yeah, interesting. Right, let's go take it from the top. League Cup. Topic one. Go ads, the inter. Um, all right, well, you saw last night that Tottenham and Liverpool both played um, 
starting 11s that wouldn't have a single player from their Premier League 11s yeah. is that right that's okay. pretty much more or less he's Daniel Sturridge started for Liverpool okay, but yeah. one he, or two yeah it's likely that I wouldn't <clears throat> Right, he's not starting is he currently so I, I take that yeah, yeah second string 11s pretty much yeah so okay so and the question is is it, 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 it uh, what are we saying? If no one's taken the League Cup seriously, yeah. is there any point in it? Right. So, okay. what, so should we bin, bin the trophy off? Well, what right. do you think? Is it, it's a question okay. that needs to be asked. So, first of all, it's bad timing for you because you just got knocked out of it. Yeah. You lost to Liverpool, who, which you never like, do you? Like losing them. to another top team. Oh, yeah. You'd probably rather lose to someone like us in a way, maybe not. But um, yeah. So, so, it's a bit of a weird question for you to, uh, to answer right now. Um, right. Because you're out. Yeah. But as a Huddersfield fan, how do you feel about it, though? Um, all right, so A, we never do well in this tournament. Mm. That's kind of by the by. Do you take it seriously, though? Um, we, we pretty much go out in that tournament in the first game. Like, we went out to Shrewsbury. Right. So we won our first five, six league games, went out to Shrewsbury. Um, we lost at Gay Meadow, ironically, just to bring us full, <laughs> full circle. Um I actually don't. I, I think it's a stupid question. Sorry, Adam. That's I mean, enough. I think no. I think it's a good question, but I think it's a stupid question. Why? Because of course it has a place, and of course for teams like us, that if we can get past the mighty Shrewsbury, we might have landed a plum tie with someone like Tottenham and Liverpool. Mm. You get a nice full house. You get the chance of knocking someone out because probably then Liverpool etc aren't taking it fully seriously because yeah. they've got and Tottenham aren't because they've got bigger fish to fry, mm. right? But I don't think it's more a case of that tournament should be binned and that tournament doesn't have a place I think it's more like the balance has been lost and actually the uh, the Champions League has been allowed to grow so deeply into our game that it's now made it that yeah. teams in the Premier League or half the Premier League probably think that's an inconvenience rather yeah. than so I think if you made the uh, I think that the whole of football should be reformatted I think the trophy stays I'd like to fuck with the Champions League format. All right, let's. Uh, so You're never going to get an easy which answer. Which part of that me. do I tackle first? The the, first, the look. The Huddersfield played their first team when they play in the League Cup. Pretty much. Yeah. Really? So they, much. they take it seriously? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It would depend on who you're playing, wouldn't it? What about Brentford? Do, well, do they? Um, I think it's about half and half. You definitely wouldn't throw in eleven youngsters, but you wouldn't play your. Starting so, so that's my point: is that everybody in this competition, not a single club, really take it seriously. It mm -hmm. is a hindrance. It is. It has become, and I completely agree with you, Matt. The reasons why the, the the cup competition has become so devalued is about these new kind of shiny competitions that perhaps weren't so prevalent or available to as many teams as as they once were. But I, I watched I watched footage of Liverpool beating Spurs in the cup final in AE2 mm. right and th th they went crazy and Sooness was playing Noel <coughs> Whelan was playing um, Ronnie Rush Ron Ronnie Whelan sorry Ronnie Whelan um, you know they, they had their full strength team yeah, out great team as well it was an amazing team and that was at a time when only the very top finished, went to play in European competition I yeah. think there was a there was the Europe there was the Europa, sorry, the UEFA, UEFA Cup, Cup and then the, the Champions, Champions Cup, Cup or whatever, yeah. and and, so, and only the champion played in it at that yeah, point, I believe. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, and so that was a time when less people, less teams were available to to, and to then play there was in it. A Cup winners' it, Cup as well. There was a couple of three cups. cups. Yeah. So that's what you would get to. You get into Europe, a, a valuable European competition by by winning the League Cup. Yeah. Um, and then, which was a really hard hard competition to w win. I mean, you know, but it, I, I just think. Um, 
I think it, no one takes it seriously. And is there any value in winning a competition that no one else values? You know, it's called the Mickey Mouse Cup. Yeah. That's what people call I it. Think, I do think it'd be a massive shame just to bin the whole competition. And that clubs like Newcastle, Sunderland, who haven't won silverware for 40 years, yeah. would... Okay, they haven't done well in it in the past few years, but if they did go on a run, get to Wembley and win the trophy, I, th- I don't think they'd be saying, no one's taking this seriously. No, we're Tottenham. No, no, we're not binning this this over my dead body. We're <laughs> well, not binning this, this cup. It, it, it's got to stay, right? Yeah. You know, when a team, for, for all the teams that have had a plum tie and, then, and done a giant killing act and that have enjoyed that, it's not a waste of, ta- uh, a waste of time. For all the teams that have got to a final and had the day out at Wembley, it's not a waste of time. There's, there's no way that, the, that you should take this thing away right. just because the Mickey Mouse Cup mm. is what it's called by a few teams that, that, that actually have got bolder ambitions. But equally, they only really tend to call it that when they're knocked out of it. Yeah. Oh, it's just the Mickey Mouse Cup, you yeah. know? So it's, it's not real. Let's not make that into a real thing. I think like I I understand that it's it's an inconvenience, but for me again, it's like it's only because the elite have been trying to create new ways to create a premium value around their game. They now make all these clubs do. Is it, do they do two round robin stages in the Champions League, or is it just one and then one. knockout? One, yeah, right, used okay. There used to be two do, groups. Yeah, but. so they have all these games where you're playing against um, Sion mm. or some grasshoppers or <laughs> or whatever or Ludigrets, and actually. Chelsea or Barca or whatever have won their first few games so they're actually through mm. and then they're playing dead rubbers against team to create this product that they then you know because uh, which then goes on BT Sport and justifies the millions that they've pumped in to take ownership of yeah, it yeah. it's just more about the rich creating a structure whereby they can generate more cash and then leave the poor the Brentfords the Huddersfields um, down there sort of like left with a devalued product so it's more about the pol- pol- politics of the game. See, I... I think. No, I, I, I came into this pod and I did the You Decide on the Bull Street channel uh, this morning. Right. And I was like, Sanch, bin it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one cares about it anymore. No one, like literally yeah. at all levels, no one cares about it. But the fans care about it. The fans care about getting to Europe. It's important to us. Yeah. And I would have loved to watch Spurs play in that... In, in that uh, Wembley this year and, it, and if the only opportunity was the League Cup well it's not because you play there in the Champions League don't you <laughs> yeah that's shit as well isn't it, is it that shit? is that, yeah, that, that devalues what? Wembley I don't it devalues I mean, Wembley I, 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 I kind of didn't like it when when Wembley became a place for the semi-finals I thought that was yeah. a little yeah. bit it's less special when you, you know, get yeah. it hasn't even occurred to me that, that at all it should be player finals and finals of domestic clubs no, I've thought about that before but not the Spurs Actually, our home games are, are going to be at Wembley. What yeah. the fuck is? Uh, at least I think that where the the kicker for you in that scenario is, though, is that if you get into a domestic final, say a cup, say you get to the FA Cup final mm. this year, um, you're probably going to be more comfortable playing there. It's less of a mm. of a, oh god, here's our big day out where we have pictures taken and yeah. and our kids are here, and and actually more of a case of this is something that I'm used to and that we do all day. So I I would that would make me make you the favourite. If you get into the final, yeah, but the likelihood of us getting into the final is small, and the, and the the likelihood of us struggling in this new stadium is kind of more real. So I'd rather just not be there. Yeah, I'd rather just not develop. But, but the principles of that is, I remember when so Bradford, who uh, who I hate, uh, um, but I've you know they're a lower division club and blah blah blah. So I'm cool with them in that regard. You know, mm. solidarity brothers, but I hate yeah. them really. Um, I remember that they 
So they got to the final of the um, League Cup, right? And they, a few years ago, and they also got to the final of the playoffs against um, Northampton mm. of League Two playoffs, right? And I think that Naki Wells, who plays for us, they knocked out Arsenal along the way. Uh, they had an amazing run. Yeah. Uh, it was great for Bradford. It probably kept the club alive financially. They beat Arsenal for crying out loud. This is the so recent one. This is a few years back yeah, now. Yeah, Chelsea as well. That was yeah, the FA yeah, Cup, the, yeah. Chelsea was in the FA Cup. All oh, right, but um, on their route to the final, they'd knocked out Arsenal. I think Villa. I can't remember who. I, I was desperately that. jealous, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. And they were in League Two at the time, right? And I think that they, who did they? They got maybe lost to Swansea four 0 in the final, or something yes, like that, right? It was. But then they went back because the Beast was playing for Northampton at the time. Mm. So I went with the Beast to the final. Yeah. Um, and Bradford had lost in March or whenever four 0 to Swansea. And then they come back to play Northampton in the final. <coughs> now, obviously, Bradford had had their day out. They'd had all their, you know, their, right, let's get a suits measure, let's go over to Wembley. Yeah. So when they came back for the playoffs, it was, right, this is business time for us now. And they pumped Northampton. They just murdered them. Northampton didn't even get a kick. So the kind of, the, the, what so that was the novelty of it had gone and now yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah, so it was business time. Because they were used to it, they'd been there before. And yeah. you get that sometimes in... Uh, UFC when people have been in a title fight before and they've been in a five round fight and they've been through the, the added um, media that you do then when they come for their second opportunity it's slowed down for them a little bit absolutely I don't know what, so what, what do you think so are you, are you what would you add you, like let's draw a line under this final verdict yeah final verdict cup. yeah it, ban it or not uh, definitely not Definitely, definitely not. not so as a Brentford fan, definitely not. Huddersfield fan, obviously not. As a fan of English football, definitely not. Of a fan of the 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 underdogs in this world, definitely not. Uh, right. I'm yeah. going to say, get rid of it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I am. I am definitely moved by what you've said, Matt. Definitely. Um, but uh, still. But still. Such a dick. All right, next one. Um, we going on to the heading, heading for, football Yeah, study? so you've put some, some, the... some notes in. Now, let's do it now. Sure. He heading of football. So I know a bit about this. They, uh, this is the idea that heading, uh, can sig heading of football can significantly affect memory and brain function mm -hmm. for 24 hours. Temporarily. Temporarily, yeah, for 24 hours. Um, so researchers have, have identified small but significant dam changes in the brain function. And... Uh, in players that have headed it multiple times mm. um, and then uh, so some of these stats here you've put down 41% to 41 to 60% 67% in the 24 hours after routine heading practice has seen a reduced performance and I was just thinking interesting yeah I, and I think in, right, it, it is interesting and it's something that's been discussed in the NFL a lot um, because of this yeah. big concussion there's, there's a huge uh, lawsuit a class action lawsuit Something like four thousand five hundred players currently suing yeah. NFL, huge, huge, hugely significant. But then, if you compare the huge hits that they get in NFL to just header in a football, yeah, you think, all right, maybe they're not, they're not, they're they're, they're exclusive of each other. Um, but Jeff Astle, uh, who is family, um, the footballer used to play for West Brom. Mm, and that's right. Yeah, yeah. They, he he was diagnosed with. Um, Here we go. Go for it. Saint. Well, are you gonna? All right, just do the acronym. <laughs> CTE. <laughs> CTE. So his first footballer to be diagnosed with that to say that it, the cause of his uh, onset dementia um, was caused by headering the football. Yeah. Um, and that was him a long time ago. And I, and I get like the design of the football has changed significantly. But if 
just header in a football 20 times based on this research makes you 41 to 67% uh, more likely to have reduced brain activity or memory performance rather then then that that's an issue that we that we need to look into but i just wanted to, to apply that to kids because when i was a kid I, I was training maybe two or three times a week in my I school i can't imagine you being good in the air <laughs> i wasn't good in the air but they forced us to, to they do it. To, like, so like you know, the jumping practice. Yeah. Practice. So, so a drill whereby they'd get two of you almost in a little close proximity, throw the ball up, and you had to go ahead. And yeah, yeah. You had, you had to go and hit it. Um, and you, there was a there was a an, a kind of a, a way. You just the, the best and strongest players, certainly the centre backs, were expected yeah. to go up and meet the ball and header it, and in a way that could be damaging to their health, but not yeah. that anyone knew it at the time. And I'm thinking, well, there's actually a significant difference in the way that boys perform at school and girls perform at school right mm. and if you think that what, why are you looking like that I don't know I'm just you, you're annoying me but go on carry on no, not, <laughs> not in a bad way but it's just I keep wanting to say something and I'm just listening and we've gone back to oh is this why what you're going to say is is this why girls are better than boys at school yeah <laughs> oh my god I, I'm it saying it might be, be a, it might be a factor it might be what do you want to say then no, I don't know I just think it's, uh, it's tenuous no, I, I look. No, I, I completely understand how repetitive strain injury, you know, works from text neck mm. to concussion, repetitively heading a ball. Of course, that's probably likely to happen. You know, like with boxers getting hit in the head, sparring, and yeah. having fights. Of course, it it, it might not make sense. Yeah. Um, then going on talking about boys and girls in school, you know. Well, let, can I just clarify? I, that? I don't know. I think that, that you you kind of it's a bit tenuous. Well, you're just running too fast, aren't you? you no, know what I, mean? I don't think I am. And and the reason, <laughs> and, and this this is the reason is that school all it is is a t memory test. Learn, remember, regurgitate. That's what schooling is. Yeah, but this is, brings up a whole new conversation about yeah, the education system shit. It is shit, right? right now. And so also, it's, yeah, it's all, all, your memory. all education one. You you might be right, but it's like right. so what? So what? Well, okay. So past school, <laughs> then you go on to issues with mental health. So this is yeah, proven. that's more, more yeah. relevant. Well, so so men are three times. But go on. Three and four suicides are are, are done by men. Yeah, uh, this is better. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> but if you think of how many kids, young boys, are practicing heading every, every day or, or three times a week when they're growing up, and then later in life start suffering mm. from things like depression. Right. Uh, just before you, sorry, go on yeah. there because I, I just want to end this education. I, I yeah. get what you're saying about um, you know the very serious stuff, but uh, just at school, right? Yeah. So a lot of girls play football now. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys. If I remember playing football as a kid, and guess what a lot of people are not looking to engage with a football in the air mm. they're actually avoiding that mm -hmm. you know so the amount of people that went to school the amount of people who are actually heading a ball and heading it regularly I'm not sure that there's a massive correlation in that and yeah. I don't think we get lost in that alright uh, I do think though that a lot of the stuff in the NFL so I mean I remember standing in the circle I was, good, I was pretty good in the air right and I remember beating everyone when I played for Osset Trinitarians and we'd do that thing and I'd beat that drill and then Warfy, right, it was this left back and I remember it, it like literally just rattling my bones and almost getting up and not knowing where I was. What is it you are in, in the air? He, he, was, he was just, you know these people that are thick, thick set. Yeah, but even so, like he, he, he didn't look thick but they're just, every, their body's heavy, you know, yeah, their yeah. arms are heavy and yeah. 
Like he was just he was like running into a wall. Was, was James Wharf? Um, but you know, in, if you look at football, uh, sorry, NF, uh, American football, mm. and you see what they go through, right? Um, the pads, the the training, the training methods. They, they all used to like training camps, but from high school, from li- from high school to college yeah. to then in the pros, right? Yeah. Their training camps were notoriously like brutal they would always when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at bluenile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door go to bluenile.com and use promo code listen to get 50 dollars off your purchase of 500 dollars or more that's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Good uh, energy for the team to all be having fights on the build-up to it because it means everyone's kind of getting hard and into it. Yeah. And people would be having all kinds of injuries and collapsing and stuff because a lot of these states it's really hot yeah. um, and they're out there doing these various football drills where they're just hitting each other and hitting various things yeah. now they wear protect they wear helmets and stuff like that but there's a real emphasis you know if football's played right mm. if football's played in Spain and places like that it's probably not in the air very much yeah. but in sports like um, American football there's contact on every single play you yeah. know and and that's what it is the big guys at the front crushing to each other then you've got the ball carrier which might be a 245 pound running back running uh, or 200 pound running back running into a 325 pound lineman who's you know actually runs like a track star yeah so you, that game is is geared up to deliver concussions and um I remember when I was even ten years ago, concussion protocols it didn't exist. Yeah. So you know, in, in NFL, in NFL, in football, people would get injured, they'd get knocked out, they'd carry on playing. You know, I remember the these great. So what are the protocols now? Well, in uh, look, I'm not a fucking expert. So what? Well, just to a novice like me, because I yeah. don't have a clue. So okay, now in the NFL, right? So because there's people that have before I get to that, there's people that have famously been big NFL stars. And that have run into problems with mental health, yeah. with suicide, yeah. with premature death, really. Yeah. Like there was actually a former Raider, I'm a Raiders fan, called Quinton Groves, not really a great player, but a Raider just died at 32 from a heart attack. Mm. Now, the physical diffi- strains that you go through in that game and the intensity, 
it, it's it's far beyond what you get in in soccer and in football and in rugby as well. Yeah. I would say. I know you're not in rugby. You're not wearing um, helmets and stuff, but the the way that the game is in 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 rugby, it's kind of a meeting like that. Whereas in there's a vertical game in in NFL whereby people are running at full speed and getting clattered full speed from someone coming at a different angle, yeah. and it's helmet to helmet. That's kind of not safe. So they've got bigger problems over there. Really, people have have died. Um, people have died young, and there's been this. The, there's the movie, wasn't there, recently about Fashion. it? Will Smith, yeah, with Will Smith in it, which I've not actually watched. And it's good watch. Yeah, I would like to watch that. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to to uh, and and then when you look at boxing, mate, look at the amount of emphasis of of uh, you know this is why mixed martial art I think is a safer sport yeah. because in mixed martial arts there's not the emphasis on the head the fight can end in a variety of different ways it can be grappling it's jujitsu you're fighting on the floor course, you might have yeah. three fights and not even get hit in the face there has been one player though one, one person who's just also got this been diagnosed with the same guy that Jeff same condition that Jeff Astle does who, who was in MMA I'll get the name just so right. you know it but you're right compared to the con consistently yeah. being punched in the face yeah. like boxing. And, and and you know as medical science evolves it's obvious that these things start to need to be accommodated mm. and and indoctrinated into into the safety and, and the measures around the sport so for example do you remember back in the day boxing the weighing uh used to take place like on the morning of the fight yes what that so basically and as you know you're trying to get to a certain weight so they're cutting weight fluid they're cutting fluid yeah. and then they're doing a weigh-in and then they're fighting a few hours later the three knockdown rule yeah. which means you can get knocked out you get back to your feet and then the guy's on you again and yeah. actually you might have got knocked down twice then the bell rings saved by the bell yeah. actually you're not because the repetitive blows of that is dangerous and also when you've not got the right um, when you're dehydrated, well, I think the, your brain is more vulnerable. Absolutely, isn't it? yeah. The fluid between that protects your um, when when you shed water, you also shed the protective film around the brain. Yeah, that's what it is. And you know when, like, say, two NFL stars hit each other. Yeah. Um, the concussion doesn't come from the actual impact. It's the movement of the brain inside the skull. And Hitting the, the yeah. So yeah. it's like a, a whiplash effect. So okay. it comes along and hits. But do you know? I mean, this is. This is this is fascinating, um, and we're gonna we're gonna be getting a, a brain surgeon on the the fighting cock, the, fighting the long cock. ball street. I'm sorry, forgive me. Always doing these little plugs. It's like he's got. It's on, like he's on, been doing edders in the ball street. Game. On the long ball street, because yeah. I, I am genuinely interested, and you can understand why it happens in NFL. It, you can understand why yeah. it happens in combat sports, but there is something in this heading heading thing, and I want I want to kind the, of figure is, out what it is. Just before we get into that heading thing, and I, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that, but it's like. That game is a worldwide product. It's like the biggest league in the world. I think it's structured, personally, I think it's structured in a better way than the Premier League because yeah. it's all for one and one for all rather than this elitist yeah. structure that actually helps create and perpetuate elite, which is what we get in the UK. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm, as an NFL fan, I'm like thinking, Christ, with all this stuff, is this going to change the game to the stage where... Because you see, they always make tweaks to the rules in the NFL about... Um, about what's possible so they have changed the rules a little bit about hitting um, a defenseless receiver and about contact to the face so for example you can't touch the quarterback in the face it's immediate penalty uh, before you'd get where long balls are thrown down the middle guy would be up catching it and even if you dropped it you could hit him and people would be wiping him out in the face so they've made slight tweaks to it but there's obviously a point that you get to whereby you'd be really compromising the product and the integrity and actually in doing so damaging yeah. really it's marketability people because people like to see 
conflict. They like to see conflict in terms of arguments. They like to see conflict in theater. They like to see what happens to Rick in The Walking Dead. And they like to see people go head to head. There's something animalistic yeah. in us whereby we like that for some reason. We can't help but watch it. Which, which explains why the NFL hid their, their knowledge of the fact that concussion yeah. was such a damaging thing for so yeah. long. But, um, but, but in terms of football, I can see how you know repeatedly headers is going to damage us. Some probably more so than others. Um, I think it's the, the, the down the line the impacts we don't know currently. There's yeah. Jeff Astles, like we said, he's been diagnosed. But if there's footballers getting dementia at early age, uh, which is apparently the the, the long term impact of successive um, cumulative blows to the brain, if, if you include the ball hitting your head as a blow mm. over a career. So in a short instance, like anyone listening to this and thinking, shit, I better get my kids out of playing yeah. football, it's not going to be an issue. Yeah. We're talking about Jeff Astle heading a football that weighed twice as much yeah. as it does now. I, I, so just with that as well, just to play it through a little bit, because yeah. from watching a lot of mixed martial arts and boxing, yeah. right, and NFL as well, the the pun, it's weird because sometimes you see someone that's a striker that's got power mm. and you see them land a huge shot and you think, fuck, how's that guy taken that yeah. shot, right? How's he done it? And then sometimes you see what looks like a, a little innocuous one whereby mm. the guy that receives it, it doesn't see it and it drops him. Mm. And there's something in that if you know something's coming, yeah. um, then you can kind of take it a little bit more than if you don't. Absolutely. Now in football, right, just to take that little yeah, yeah, thing yeah. and put that into football, you know it's coming. On headers, you're timing it. You're actually jumping up. You're you're seeing it. Your your eyes are on the ball just before you head it. Mm. You know, so that's kind of not going to knock you out. It's a blow, and the only thing is when you don't play football for a while, then you play it and you have a few headers. You just forehead feels a bit tight the day after. Yeah, right? yeah. But in in the NFL, mm. I think that those blows, even though if you know you're coming, they might knock you out. And certainly sometimes it's inadvertent. You're running through a pile, and then you might get met Some, by a couple yeah. of people. And that's the one that's going to blindside you and knock you out. I think what the interesting thing about all this is we don't, well, obviously we don't know. And when we get the, the people on the pod to, to ask them some of these questions and, yeah. and, and you write the blindsided knockouts, uh, it's, 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 you see it all the time. And then you see some people who are physiologically not able to take punches in the same way that others are. Yeah. Um, but again, oh, also, yeah, Amir Khan is a great example. <laughs> yeah, no, no matter how. And Amir Khan was giving it as well. Um, he was giving, <coughs> he was one of those boxers that was giving it. Oh, I could beat Conor McGregor. I could beat everyone in MMA. Mm-hmm. Like, Amir happens a lot. <laughs> Amir, I'm pretty sure that Flav could knock you out. I, I reckon if I had a free punch, I probably could. Please, I don't know why I say this shit because no, that goes out there. I, I bet you could, Matt. There you go, diverted. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Yeah, what next? What's the next one? It's good. Right. I quite like this one. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah it's nice. It's we, just, we just give our uninformed <laughs> yeah. um, pseudoscience. Yeah. Um, is the Post game header. still not <laughs> ready for gay footballers? Oh. So this is the back of Greg Clark saying that he would be cautious of encouraging gay yeah. footballers to come out at risk of suffering serious abuse. Yeah. So Greg Clark is FA chairman. FA chairman. FA chairman. What's the FA chairman here? The head. Okay, so he's a senior figure in the FA. Yes. Right. And yeah. he's come out and said this. Mm. I think is, he, is it a case of what's he called again? Graham. Greg Clark. Greg. Clark. Greg, stay in your lane, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> what are you chatting about this for? But um, uh, what do you think? I think he's a young man. A stupid thing to say because even if they are going to suffer serious abuse, they like football fans need to get used to people 
you know, they're being gay footballers and that's the only way it's going to get better. Yeah, but would you, it, that, that's, that's, that's true, that, that is true, but would you advise a, 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 somebody who clearly, a, a gay man who's a professional footballer to be the, 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 te, the, test, the crash test dummy in that respect? He, um, I think what he's saying is cautious and, and fair because he can't advise a gay per, a player to come out and be, uh, because of the, the potential abuse he's about to, to receive. But what I, I, my question really is, I think he's wrong. I think I, think, I game... think guess what Greg people suffer serious abuse anyway yeah period look on Twitter look on YouTube we do YouTube videos and after people are going oh I don't get this C-U-N-T back on again yeah that so and so is a you know he's like we're in this world unfortunately where people are full of hate especially mm. people feel like nowadays they've got this God given right to be abusive Ronda Rousey gets knocked out people are horrible yeah. you know Ian Wright says something on the TV about actually I'm not sure about Arsene Wenger's made the right choice and there's people that are abusing him for it and being racist and saying horrible things mm. so to actually be sitting here and go well, hang on abuse Ooh, you don't want to get abused it's like look this happens anyway mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm not sure where he's even going with it I think however yeah. so it, I guess what it's a case of then is like is football um, behind in some way, shape, or form? And again, this isn't a football thing. It's societal. It's a societal thing. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, but it's 2016. Like, people, you do sometimes get some people that are racist, some people that are homophobic, some people that are, uh, are people just angry at whatever they're different about, rather than hiding and shielding, which I think is just like. What you, so, you, so you're saying you think Greg Clark should come out more, like, fighting, strong? Like because he he yeah, said he's like he's personally sh it's a shame that there there were players that didn't feel safe to come out. Yeah, everyone of course you should. I, I, you know, Hitzelsberger came out and did it. Didn't really fucking mean. I know he'd finished playing or yeah. whatever. And there was a guy that had played for Leeds, but it's like so I've heard of a of a Premier League footballer mm. and he, an England international yeah. who's almost apparently gay and apparently looking to come out and I think if England hadn't been in such trouble from you I think he might have done yeah. me and Andrew Townsend's dad had a little bit of a chat about it actually you're right um, and I just wish it had happened and because look we're living in a world now where fucking hell celebrity Muhammad Ali died mm. for a weekend it's all people can talk about right and then we move on yeah paedophiles get revealed and for a day or so Jimmy Savile yeah. whatever these people for a day or so it it's tough but we move on so fast mm. we it's move on so over. people people have done horrendous things yeah. and then all of a sudden look at what's the bloody um, the phone tapping yeah yeah Millie Dallard yeah, but what's the Rebecca Brooks yeah she's back in her job <laughs> do you know what I mean so you're telling me now that someone that's gay shouldn't in 2016 for crying out loud when gay people are in all kinds of prominent roles positions mm. it's in culture everywhere like why are we being secretive or shy or encouraging people not to be who they actually genuinely are yeah. so I just question anyone that's in a position of prominence that's actually a part of that, that's that's telling people that stuff people should be proud of who and what they are nowadays for me Absolutely. and I'd be encouraging that and I'd be supporting people like that and being a bit, a little bit yeah. more kind of forthright uh, in that yeah and, and it's, it's, it's almost like um, he was kind of, it's, it's, it's almost like like take football back years and years and years you say right look if you're black and you play football 
then you shouldn't do because you might get abused for it, you know? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I know it what you're saying. what you're talking Not, about. I like that. Um, I like the yeah. fact that it's about uh, yeah. tackling these things head on and almost like standing up to the bullies kind of thing. Of course it the, is. The, the Everyone, what you're only, I, I think, right, I have more faith in mankind now. I have more faith um, in, like, I think you're going to get idiots on social media. You're yeah. going to get idiots at the football. But I think that people can... I trust that people will will please themselves, and I think that people will say, "What are you fucking talking about?" Mm. I think if someone's going, you'll get idiots that will do that mm. because there's people that are just going to do whatever gets them attention. Be that mentioning race, be that saying, "Oh, you're soft," or or saying your clothes are shit, or that beard looks crap on you, oh, or whatever they say to you. Know, <laughs> no, but it's true. People are going to do that. Mm. But other people say, "What are you talking about? You fucking idiot! Why don't you fuck off then and go do something else? But don't watch this thing." Don't talk about you. you Case know in mean? point here at Spurs, when Spurs played Brighton last season, or maybe in the season before in the FA Cup, um, there was a tiny element of the Tottenham support that singing certain sus- suspect songs towards yeah, the Brighton. Yeah, we all heard those Brighton songs. But it got drowned out. So as soon as that happened, the fans yeah. around them started singing something yeah. completely different. Because, by and large, as, it, as with society, the vast majority of people yeah. are decent human yeah. beings. They wouldn't yeah. chastise someone for being gay. Yeah. Um, Adam, what did the the study show? Uh, so it said that eighty two percent of um, supporters would have no issue with a gay player on their team. However, listen to this: a huge majority, of course. But astonishingly, eight percent of football fans said they would stop watching their team. Yeah. So, okay, so to those eight percent of you, yeah. like if you're listening to this um, to this podcast, just turn off now. Or you would never need to talk again. Yeah. Because you know what, you're living in a world that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. You're behind it. What kind of a person? What are you talking about? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like seriously, mm. to to sit there and say I would not support. Fine, fuck off. Yeah, I was. I would echo that. At, Idiot. To, to Spurs, I would say that eighty percent of people, if it is, you know, that you know. Probably not. It's probably probably more people up north. London's quite a metropolitan place. I don't like people that try and restrict people or don't let people be who they want to be. You mm. know. I, do you know what else? I mean, I'm not just saying this because we're listing these subjects here, but we're yeah. going to do a subject. Uh, we're going to do a podcast on homophobia. Excellent. As well, yeah. We're going to bring in um, proud Lily Whites at Tottenham and maybe the gay Gunas as well. But it's just to say, you know, I think that people learn right by challenging boundaries and that's how that's how we move on it's how people are educated when something wrong happens it so you know like i remember like on an early big brother or something there's some bullying or some racism in the house with something like that mm. and although you think, Goody, I think yeah that's right jade yeah. goody and shil pachetti yeah. or something, some bollywood yeah. actress yeah. it's like that's sad when you see that and what that that woman went through right yeah. but the suffering on there was kind of probably really helped educate a lot of people about what's right and what's wrong. And yeah. probably a lot of people watching that Absolutely. through that experience were able, it helps demonstrate, look, hang on a minute, this is unacceptable. So say, for example, I'm a footballer and I come out and I get abuse and I get so I'll tell you what, a lot of people will actually probably rise up and support me yeah. and will actually start to go and it'll help it get corrected, you know? Mm. And uh, like it is, I remember being at a football match as a kid, and really in the early days when um, you people were racist on the terraces and stuff like that. Mm. And I remember things that happened, and I remember a song was getting sung, and I remember being a young kid, and I started to sing it like that, right? Yeah, because of course. Yeah. You just do what everyone mm. does around you. Yeah. And I remember my <clears> uncle, who's <throat> taking me to the football, it's just grabbing me by a scruff at net and just yeah. being like, "You ever, you yeah. never, yeah. ever." 
fucking say or do anything like that otherwise I'm never bringing you to the fucking football again and I never want to see you again. and I was like whoa yeah, yeah. and I learned from that and that made me then just realise in a different way you know yeah. and unfortunately you get idiots you get people that, that are going to try and um, uh, put their own insecurities put the things that they hate about themselves onto someone else and someone that, someone else that's usually successful or, or, or getting some kind of attention you know unfortunately there's a lot of that negativity about but you don't hide from it mm. you, you know we don't shield and things like that we should tackle stuff like that head on for me so so Greg if you want to come on the podcast and talk about it um, then you're very welcome but we don't agree with what you're suggesting it's just too too and we're too not soft. sure that you're, you're given that we're not sure you're the right man for the job <laughs> come on here and talk about it yeah the uh is I, I get 100 what you're saying as well but i think obviously what we're asking someone to be the kind of martyr if you like to be that first one to come out you can understand where the trepidation comes from and it's going to take a strong character to be the one that can do all the interviews and all the pounding by the press and you can yeah. imagine about it's going yeah. to take a strong, strong individual to do it but it does need it to I, happen I, I just can't understand how footballers right because mm. they must know you know mm. uh, they must know if they're you know if they've got teammates or whatever I, I would expect that you know the world's moved on a bit it's yeah. 2016 right so but what, why can't it be like I'm Spartacus yeah. why can't you have this guy comes out and then his teammates all come out and say you know what Fucking, I'm gay too, and every and people start to do it like that, yeah. And actually take it head on. Oh, what you're gonna, you're not gonna watch it, and it'll pass over. Yeah. Do some kind of show of solidarity. You know, there's got to be a way of turning that into a positive, tackling mm-hmm. it, and then getting you know rid and, and of this Neanderthal kind of thinking, rather than going, look, don't fucking don't be yourself. Like yeah. living this. It, 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 it's kind of irresponsible to say that I think yeah I, I, I agree what forum has he said this I just it was in uh, it was after, after the survey that was when he said it so the uh, so the, the Radio 5 live survey that said 82% actually it might have been the other way around actually oh hang on a minute let, let, sorry let's, let's just because Greg if you're still listening Greg <laughs> uh, it said that he, he was cautious of encouraging them yeah so I don't mind him being cautious about it because he's, he's not sitting here going definitely don't do it actually so probably I've taken what he said and, and uh, no 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 and, but and exaggerated still, it it's still about being he's still being a little a little bit soft of it and I think I will be interested to see what when when we've got the the groups for that come on and represent LGBT supporters mm. on in, in a couple of weeks I'll be interested to see how they take that because I see yeah. I think there's definitely something in that Matt about yeah. about it let's not be sheepish about it let's actually like, balls out for want a better expression yeah and just fucking, you know, hit this head on and see what happens. And Maybe we I should think do a campaign on it, actually. Yeah, yeah, we could. That's Ball Street. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, final subject, the matter. Uh, right, Victor Anichibi, uh, his Twitter incident earlier this week. Yeah. Where he was sent a message by someone from the club saying, could you please tweet this? Yeah. And then just copy and pasted the whole message. Including in. the uh, the question. It, yeah, the could t- you tweet this? Mm. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I the, originally the, the, there's also this campaign about about let's stop following footballers on Twitter because hmm. they think it's Is all right? bollocks. Well, there's that. some people just silly people right. on on Twitter saying that it's it's all bollocks. You're all being fed just a line, a marketing line by the club. What's the point? And you'd understand that on the face because you think well what I'm seeing isn't real. But if you look at actually the lives that footballers lead. lead and we know from talking to Ian Wright on this podcast about the amount of abuse they get. Yeah. Twitter was once a place where you had a genuine opportunity to connect to your idols, your, yeah. your, your heroes on the pitch each week. 
and and it's been and it was removed by trolls and people being nasty yeah. and people saying that their kids should be fucking killed yeah. or all of these horrible stuff and it removes a footballer's uh, urge to be honest and, yeah. and, and just to, to, to represent themselves don't you think definitely uh, you look up look back at this historically okay so when i was first kind of going to football it was an era whereby the guys on the pitch you identified with them mm. right you felt like they're like me i'm like them they're just a bit better at football and they'd go and have a beer afterwards and their lives there wasn't all that money in the game that was the game i grew up watching and kind of fell in love with and the guys would be in the even after the game they'd go to the local pub yeah and they'd be in there having a pint with the fans and stuff like that right so as football evolved the premier league happened money came into the game footballers started to earn cat earn lots of dough you had situations like was it kieran dyer playing for england in i don't know somewhere like slovenia uh, but somewhere where it was poor at the time, yeah. burning money or something, throwing it out the window. You had footballers like, um, God, what was the guy, the captain of West Ham for a bit? You won't remember his name. Um, uh, but buying, no, no, it was more recent than that. Buying two bottles of Cristal and pouring it on the floor just because he's obviously so rich. And, mm -hmm. you know, this kind of vulgar behavior, right? Yeah. And I think that for footballers for, for a while, when all the money had kind of come, they also they, we've kind of put it all on the pedestal didn't we and yeah. it was almost like they were then behind this veiled rope it's like oh they're footballers you can't talk to them you can't get near them they're almost like super celebrities they were like you know Prince or Michael Jackson it's like on this pedestal above us all and and for a while I think that football really lost its way I'd watch it I'd see people like John Terry and Ashley Cole and I'd be like why am I cheering for you as yeah. you fucking you you not you don't represent me anymore. You're a horrible bastard of a guy. <laughs> you know that's what it kind of started to look like, yeah. right? And then social media came along, and all of a sudden, and you've got to remember though, at this point when social media really started, not everyone had a smartphone. You know, it was kind of a London probably as a as a as a, an initial starting thing because obviously culture and tech tends mm. to move a little bit faster in London. I'm not being rude to the north and where I'm from, but it does, yeah. uh, and probably faster than a lot of places in the world, right? You know, it's like one of the most um, forward-thinking cosmopolitan cities or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you had this period whereby footballers and you know Rio was one of the first ones, Stan Collymore was one of the first ones that were really on Twitter and actually starting to speak to people again and it was a beautiful era right yeah. and in this period people like Ian Wright they would take great joy in getting to know people and having conversations and all of a sudden it was like Twitter had become this bridge which fans and footballers uh, could actually start to have a kind of conversation you got that intimacy you were able to actually start to like people again and, and what I really loved about it you're looking at me like what are you talking about no. are you, are you, all right, okay. you, you do that a lot man. I'm genuinely just listening right so so then you had this beautiful era, and it was kind of a it was good because i thought the power then left the traditional media the power started to leave the son who'd put a double you know back page or front page saying oh football does this bad thing yeah and they didn't have a way to challenge that story all of a sudden they had their twitter following where they could put out their own version of the story great era mm. now as with most things that become popular um, they start to then get spoiled by people. when when the f when, by people yeah because all of a sudden everyone twitters in the newspapers twitters everywhere oh, twitter 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 and then you get all these 
eggs that come on these people that are actually just looking for something negative that are looking for something bad yeah and you know i've seen it when i've been with righty and we've seen people being abusive and then you look at them and usually these same people that they're calling in right this they're piers morgan a few tweets before doing that they're emailing some page three bird saying oh get your lils out you know blah 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 and they're just bad people yeah. but because this platform's got so big and because technology's now reached them mm. you know they're now using that and and kind of ruining it for everyone else in a way so do you blame, so, him, blame him then and do and i blame J who well and jay so uh, okay so this and is a, a separate thing so I, what i was the point i was trying to make was the platform i think has um has changed a little bit and I don't I think that Twitter personally and I want to get Alex Trickett the head of UK Sport on, on the podcast soon actually good guy because I think that Twitter missed a trick because when there was racism when there was all these horrible things happening I think that they they didn't act and I think they could have done better to clean up some of those things when Stan Collin was getting rid and they were kind of like it's okay in a way and they left it down to the individual mm. to try and deal with that in their own way mm. so Trolling, which has kind of become a sport and become a thing, it has made Twitter a bit shitter, first of all, right? And things like Snapchat, um, I think are maybe better because it doesn't, what people then say to you doesn't sit there in the public space, so it's yeah. probably not as much pressure on you. But what was also good about Snapchat is you can't fake it. I can't be sitting here, right? I can't give my phone to you, like, like someone can, Victor and Victor and Ichibi can give someone his password for Twitter and say, "Yeah, do tweets, man. Nobody knows mm -hmm. unless they see something <clears throat> stupid like he tweeted that was tweeted the other day." Yeah. On Snapchat, it can't be because if if someone on Victor and Ichibi's Snapchat, if it's just some guy yeah. going, right, "All right, I'm, 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 Victor. I'm Victor. Great game today. <laughs> Sorry we didn't win, fans. See you next week. Uh, by the way, make sure you check out my fucking my my website yeah. uh, and buy one of my t-shirts, whatever." that's not going to happen no. so Twitter as a platform is vulnerable to that kind of thing it's not uncommon uh, I know that there's because we're in that game I know that there's for example um, there's big clubs and players are actually paid people or have people do that for them uh, and they'll have a bit of a whatsapp with someone and they won't do it but they'll people will do tweets for them mm. and they'll do tweets them because they know that they'll get followed and that following it's a currency it's a currency it's a value yeah. because if all of a sudden let's think of a let's, let's use Victor because I was going to mention another guy that I know does it but say it's Victor um, if Victor in each of it has got 10 million followers then and he does a boot deal or he does a deal with I don't know uh, Pepsi yeah. then part of his payment ain't gonna be just, oh, we'll use you in this advert. It's like, yeah, will you tweet about it? Will you promote this? Will you amplify this thing? Yes, he will, and that's worth money for him. People like Robbie Savage, when people are making decisions about who they're gonna appoint, uh, or who they want to come and do their new show um, on ITV or BBC or BT or whatever, yes, it's as he played football, yes, can he talk? bollocks uh, but but thirdly it's like have they got a social media phone because yeah. that's a value yeah. you know we make money out of social media real estate and value because that's where people's attention are yeah. that's where football fans people are they're not sitting there watching the telly absorbing the adverts because it's not 1992 anymore it's 2016 and there's a 60 inch telly on the wall but people are sitting looking at their little phone watching in their own little vibe watching Arsenal fan TV or or what 
Ball Street or whatever it is. So this is, of course, it's happening. It's not a surprise. It's embarrassing. And Scott Disick's done it. The Kardashian guy, he did. He got caned because on Instagram he's got one. It's similar thing. Oh, tweet, mention this, use this hashtag, do this thing, and it's a post of him. You know, doing promoting some food or some or some drink or something like that and and it's shit because they're trying to pretend it's a genuine natural yeah. thing and unfortunately they're undermining the medium and the and the, the authenticity of it by um so someone might inauthentic said, practices it's had the uh, experience and, and and has talked to footballers and and people in in the public sphere would would your advice be to let someone manage it for you or would it be to uh, to understand just learn about twitter how it works and understand it and 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 become an expert in it and run it yourself or is it a difficult question to answer because I mean, if it was for me as, as a fan and yeah. one of our players I, I would like to think that that Harry Kane is making the tweets he is although yeah. the intelligent person inside me says that it probably isn't yeah um but I think it is if I was advising them I would say learn it learn Twitter understand it and understand its power for someone mm. like you and also how important it is for fans to understand that there's an authentic voice behind it as well. Yeah. And if you manage to bridge both those things, which are really difficult mm. to do, that there's there's money for you to be made there, but yeah. there's also genuine respect and adulation. Yeah. So it's a tricky one. I it, is a, it is a tricky one because, okay, if you're, a, if you're rich and you can afford it, you're going to get help with a lot of stuff. Mm. You might have a driver. Um, you might have someone that books your holidays for you. You might have someone that sit, looks after your kids. There's all. You might have someone that rather than you go and buy something off the peg, you might have someone that turns up at your house with lots of different clothes that are all made to your you know particular dimensions. So there's lots of different ways that you can uh, save time mm. uh, and and get a greater experience as a human being. Yeah. yeah. One of those is God. I want someone to take care of my social, social media for me it because me, of course it is. You know, so I, I understand it. Um, I, I think that the key bit, though, is about what you're actually telling people and and leading them on. So if you're sitting there su- suggesting your account, this is the official Twitter account of so and so, then um, and it's not you that's doing it, that's probably misleading people. But you could probably just say on your bio, yeah, you not know what I mean. Not all tweets by me. Some of them by my management team, but they all come from me. Fucking yeah. up the Spurs or up yeah. the wherever. And I think people would respect that more. Yeah, because then at least you know what you're getting. But when people are pretending, <coughs> saying one thing and it's actually doing another, I think that's where people feel a little bit. Um, I pretty much echo everything down. Matt says, mm-hmm. uh, but we are of a similar age, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, <laughs> but what about you, Ed? As a as a um, as yeah. a young man, are you, are you, do you use Twitter? <clears throat> yeah, I do a bit. Um, I do agree with what he's saying, but I feel like it's just similar to how me, yeah. Okay. When a player gets asked questions in person, and they've just got these pre-prepared answers that again aren't really they what they're straight back in. Yeah. Them. You know, just the cliches. Oh, it was yeah. a tough game. They don't want to piss yeah. anyone off with it. It's just the same thing, really. It's it, an extension it, of that. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. Those but it's, it is. It is trained, football. Trained to say that. Football is behind a um, a, a facade. Yeah. It is. Don't, and, and, don't fuck up yeah. don't fuck up don't say anything yeah, outside don't but, 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 but look so two things here that's a really cliche that's a really interesting thing you say there right because one of the things I've been thinking of late right is you know just because someone said something right they're then crucified for it and it's like you, you can't go 
oh shit so I didn't mean that that yeah. came out of my mouth wrong yeah, yeah. it's like well you said it <laughs> you said it so you're guilty there's a story and it's like with, with, with um, even with your missus or whatever yeah. you're like you say something and you the wrong words come out like what what did you say I was like oh, no I didn't mean that, that well yeah. you fucking said it it's like yeah. So what? Like yeah. people should be allowed just because someone says something. Don't mean you can't change your mind. Doesn't mean that's like a, that is my position on this forever. Yeah. So we need to be a little bit more forgiving yeah. about things that are said in error. Absolutely. Um, but the other thing is like, don't you think it's mad with football? This is one of the things that pissed me off. Is right. So we we have football. We watch it, and then we interview the manager afterwards. And the manager's not allowed to say how he fucking feels because he gets a fine. Yeah. What the fuck? He should be like, look, it's entertainment. If I was Sky or I was BT, like, hang on a minute, I'm paying you billions for this, right? Mm. Basically, you're all here on my dollar and what I'm fucking generating from all these customers over here, right? So part of this chain is, let me put out a genuine product. I and I want I don't want them to him coming out and going mm. and then you've got that idiot well, he's not an idiot but he comes across as an idiot Jeff Shreves or whatever Sorry. that's really pushing him and, yeah, yeah. and and trying to ask him this question and really put him under on the spot mm. right and it's kind of knowing that the manager can't say what he truly feels why fuck that yeah. and I think that's why people like spending time with fan media it's like pe- why people like spending time with a fighting cock probably why they like spending time with Long Ball Street because there's no bullshit yeah. I'm sitting here you can quite clearly hear I'm telling you stuff that I believe and that I know for, and that I'm passionate about equally on Arsenal fans you might not agree with what everyone says on Redman TV you might not agree with everything but you know that they're fucking being honest and they're giving their genuine feelings yeah. so the next time a manager's there right I'd love it if he's going, do you know what, right? I fucking worked all hard all week getting the team to do this, doing this on the corners, and then that fucking number five for them has pulled him, he's pulled his shirt, and the referee's fucking missed it. And he's going to cost me my fucking job. He's out of order. I'm pissed off. That's better than um, Jeff yeah. Shreve's poking him with a twig and they're trying to not... What? Why are we doing what? Why? Why? Why have we got all involved in this facade? Yeah, it's ludicrous. It is. Let It'd the so man speak. Yeah, but no, he won't. It'll, it'll get a fine and then yeah. the touchline ban. All that shit. Yeah, it's fascinating bullshit. stuff. And I, I think this has been an interesting way to do a podcast that yeah. doesn't have a guest. And sometimes it might be better than a guest. You're, you're not a guest. We need Adam the intern's approval though, because I feel of he's coming and he's kind of you know, like meet Joe Black. You know, like Brad Pitt in the film Meet Joe Black. Yeah. And he kind of just wanders in and he's around and yeah. he's actually the devil. You're like, who is that guy? Yeah, but everyone's kind of fearful of him because yeah. he's just got that presence. Adam's the intern's been like it's that. Been in, he's literally <laughs> been in Paul Street seven hours. He's running it. It's pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I've got to say, um, Adam pretty much put that entire podcast together. So. Well um, done, Adam. Yeah, bravo. It's good. good first day. Good first day. Good first day. Um, obviously, you need to improve tomorrow. So, uh, uh, what's your what's your Twitter, Adam? Um, it is Adam Rosie Bum. Adam Rosie Bum. You might have to change that. Rosie Bum. Right. Yeah. Change that. Bad that since like year nine. In the in the, yeah. I I don't want to go all uh, Greg Clark on you, but um, you might get you might suffer serious abuse yeah. at the hands of the uh, trolls, the Long Ball Street the Ball trolls. Street yeah. that. But no, really interesting. Check out Adam on Twitter. Follow us at Long Ball Street. Um, it, we don't do it Victor and each of you does all our tweets <laughs> um, but make sure that you you uh, it's the only way you can speak to him really uh, so, so drop him a line on there uh, equally subscribe to the podcast yep. uh, if you like what we do uh, if you feel in any way passionate moved by it um, 
subscribe. Yeah, but tweet about it as well. Tweet because a bit, the more people that you, if it comes genuine, if someone that you follow tweets and says, "Ah, oh, check this podcast," out. Like, we do get actually quite yeah, a few of them. So I've nice. just discovered the Ball Street podcast, yeah. and people, we uh, every review seems to be very positive, mm. uh, and hopefully, what we give you is less of that facade, less of that bullshit. These are real people with real experiences. Uh, we have a real, uh, genuine perspective on the game and a lot of the issues in it um we care about um yeah I'd stuff don't like know. i don't uh, where was i going with that I don't, know, I don't really care you don't really care the way he was going or about football no um <laughs> matt uh it's it's it, yeah it's been it's been a great pod i've enjoyed it yeah it is fair. i think we've been doing more of this ad well oh, done, right. mate. I, I, I don't know. I'm right to call you Ad. I'm yeah, only seven hours. Yeah. Okay. Good. Ad. See you at the far post. See you at the far post, Ad. See you there. What do you mean? See you oh, there. Okay. What does that? See you at the far post. You not listen to the podcast before? No. The long ball. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.